Thank God it's Monday and Dawn and Steve are so glad that you've chosen to start the day and the week with them. One hour from now, Dr. Michael Radelnik is with us. So get those Bible questions in to 800-555-7898. That number again, 800-555-7898. Be a great time to get those questions in. And the weekend, there was more to the weekend than the Super Bowl. There was? I know it's a little hard to believe because that was the last thing you might have experienced before morning light. However, I know there were other headlines going on, whether they were experiences, things you needed to do, had to do, got to do, and it could be that something pretty significant happened over your weekend. Whatever the case, on Monday, we love to hear about Because I feel like when we leave on Friday, then there are these two days and life happens. And because we're not together, we can't just text back and forth to our Moody Radio family and find out you know keep keep up with one another yeah we got to get caught up on monday and so as briggs said 800-555-7898 we're covering anything from things that happened outside of the super bowl to your favorite super bowl moment or commercial mark you said you like the dunkin donuts one yes. that one was that one was cute there were so many though that were um Interesting. And Tammy, you bring up He Gets Us. Mm. And that was your favorite commercial. And uh, I saw them both. And I had, can I say this? I had mixed thoughts on the He Gets Us commercial. Oh, I think you can say Why? Though I'm curious if your mixed thoughts are the same as my mixed thoughts. Here, Here's what I loved. Tammy, what you said. To remind us that we are to treat one another with compassion and love as Jesus did for us and and does for us. Yeah. I loved that message. My it was almost grief is that we have a 4% biblical literacy rate in our country. 4%. That counts all of us. We're yeah. all in that this average 4%. So as people that don't know Jesus, or maybe even those of us who do, as we look at that commercial, we may be reminded, Tammy, like what you said, this is how we're supposed to live. I am wondering what the message was to a lot of other folks. Did they see the transformative work of Jesus Christ or did they see just an act Unity is important. That, Love yeah, your neighbor. No matter what. No matter what. Right. And the cross is offensive. The gospel is offensive. And outside of Jesus, we would not have appreciated that Jesus told us we were sinners and that we needed to repent and turn to him, that we needed his righteousness because our righteousness is not good enough. Like yeah. we got nothing, right? It's yeah. as filthy rags, the apostle Paul said. And so I just wondered how it landed with people that don't know the Lord and then how it landed within us if we're not quite sure what the transformative gospel really is and we're not living a life that's surrendered to him or attempting it. Yeah, I, I think as I watched that, I loved what they were attempting to do. Yes. You know, you yes. had such polarizing positions, if you will, or personalities, mm -hmm. you know, you had a white officer washing the feet of a black man. You had, uh, you know, an abortion protester washing mm -hmm. the feet of someone who was there at that uh, family planning clinic or pr probably an abortion clinic. Right. With the protesters in the with background. The protesters yep. in the background. You had, you know, so many different scenarios of people who you would not naturally or necessarily put together. Yes. And they're serving. 
each love other, washing that. the feet, talking about unity. Absolutely love that. But like you, I'm looking at this saying, if you don't know the story of Jesus washing the disciples' feet, right. did you get it? Yes. Did it land? Yes. Or was it just a, oh, yeah, we have so much fighting in this country, we need to learn to love each other. Right. Period. And you missed the whole point of the gospel. The other thing that I was thinking about with that is they spent about $17, $17.5 million for, for, 70, for 75 seconds of okay. airtime. Yep. And you you made this comment just a little bit ago, and I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> it kind of hit me too. Like, is that a little bit like Judas saying, oh, we could have... Spent you know, that money, spent that money yeah. to feed the point that when Mary broke the perfume over mm-hmm. Jesus' feet and anointed him with that perfume. And Judas is like, oh, we could have spent the money. But Judas had a totally different heart and motive. Yes. And that's so I'm like, okay. But that $17.5 million, did that investment, if you will, cause people to, to meet Jesus? Yes. Yes. And you could say, well, maybe in that 75 seconds, not necessarily. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, there was a website there. And mm-hmm. people can meet Jesus through going to the He Gets This website. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And I'm sure they saw an uptick in traffic. I bet if you look at the analytics, you notice that people went to the He Gets This website. And we'll probably hear about that sometime in the next couple of days, if not, you know, headline coming out today with what increase in traffic they had. But that puts the burden on the viewer to go find out more. Sure. Instead of bringing a clearer gospel message to your audience. Though with that, I I would say that is kind of the norm that we do anymore if we're going to consume content. That we will scan the QR code. We will go to the website if we're intrigued. I mean, even as we share the gospel, we encourage you to go to mymoodyradio.org and click on the um, how to know Christ. So I do think engaging is the natural outcome of seeing hegetsus.com, that people who are intrigued about, what does that mean? Only the Spirit of God can draw us to himself That's anyway. That's true. Exactly. That is true. So there, and, and I go back to in the New Testament, you know, when the disciples were getting all twisted. So I'm kind of talking on both sides of this. But when the disciples got all upset about, you know, so-and-so's preaching the gospel, but he's got a different uh, different motive. And, and they were, Jesus said, hey, the gospel's being preached. I will take care of of everything. You just need to do what I've asked you to do. So I do think there will be some that the spirit of God is moving in their hearts and will come to faith in him. The thing that also broke my heart though, and this, I thought they did extremely well. And that is to depict what society looks like. Yeah. The folks that are strung out on drugs and like it's been happening. Yeah, it's that, been happening yeah. in their life for years because you can see it on their face. The folks that, like you said, would not normally gravitate toward one another. The the teenager in high school that is maybe what we would have called her the preppy girl, you know, with the one that is more punk rock yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. I, I have to put it in my own terms, but you could put it in your uh, age bracket. I loved that they did that so well. 
and I, the brokenness of oh, who the we are. images were powerful. So powerful. Yeah. It looked like a daughter maybe washing the feet of a, a mother mm-hmm. who was in the throes of an addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. There are so many super powerful images on the screen there. And then in that 15 second, who is my neighbor? Mm-hmm. The spot that aired a little bit later in the game. I thought those were powerful images as well, reminding us of who is our, our neighbor there. And these two spots are part of what's going to be a little bit of a, lo- a broader campaign. And uh, we're going to see, called Love Love My Neighbor, and you're going to see upcoming 30-second spots and 60 or six-second ads. So little six-second ads that are going to be uh, start um, on broadcast mm-hmm. and then on streaming platforms over the next week or so. So really they've got these four things that they did, two of them making the airtime of the Super Bowl and uh, two more that will be added to their campaign about loving your neighbor in the next uh, few days. The bottom line question, I think, for each of us as Christ followers or whether we are is to ask the Lord to examine our hearts and to make sure that we are truly clear with the gospel. Because if somebody comes to you today and says, you know, I know you're a Christian, you go to church I don't get this he gets us thing. Can you explain this to me? Are we able to? Because yeah. we can't be necessarily accountable for anyone else, but we certainly can be accountable for what we know and how we share and how we love. Well, if you uh, have thoughts on this, love for you to jump in this morning. Maybe there was a different commercial that was your favorite. Maybe there was a different moment during the Super Bowl that stood out to you, you know. Clark Kent, owner of the uh, Chiefs, as he is being handed the Vince Lombardi trophy, uh, is talking about the fact that he wanted to thank his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hmm. And so there was faith components even in the victory of receiving that trophy there. Uh, maybe there was a moment in the, the broad picture of the Super Bowl that stood out to you in some way. I'd love to know what that is this morning. 800-555-7898. It's 800-555-7898. Well, if you want to get a lot of eyeballs on what you're talking about, advertising on the Super Bowl is certainly a way to do that. So many people, you know, watching not only the game, but the commercials as well. And he gets us. They spent, the people are estimating 17 to $17.5 million for the 75 seconds of airtime. And certainly generating conversation, which I'm sure is a part of what they're wanting yeah, to do, is to get people thing. talking as well. And, of course, we're doing that here this morning. And you're certainly welcome to the conversation at 800-555-7898. So, you know, we're talking about the fact you, you were just saying a minute ago, people are used to having to take the next step to engage. We mm-hmm. see commercials all the time if we want to know more about the product, the place, the thing, the service, whatever that's being advertised, we know, scan the QR code, go to the company's website, and learn more. So you go to He Gets Us, and hegetsus.com, and there is video after video after video after video after video, and they're really, really well done. Mm-hmm. And they tell really compelling messages, and they make a point. My big question with this is, all right, but do they drive people to a saving knowledge of Jesus, not just the fact that Jesus loved the downtrodden. Jesus wants us to demonstrate love to our neighbor. Jesus, you know, exemplified these certain characteristics, but is the gospel clear? Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's click on, let's learn more. Let's find out more about actions, steps, next things that we can do. And when you do that, we come across a, a section where we can have a Bible reading plan. I like that. 
Yes. We're driving so people good. to the word of God, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to read about who Jesus is. We're going to dig deeper. We're going to get some questions about Jesus asked and answered. We're going to see what Jesus said about who he is himself and uh, then there's another section where you can connect locally and you know get plugged into a group to have your questions about Jesus answered. And that's broken this morning. I hope my prayer is that it's because it is so overloaded yes. with people wanting to connect that they broke the site because the demand was so great. That would I, be I really good. hope that is the case. But I, I, there's something about, yes, we want, I think, Jesus to be talked about in culture mm-hmm. in a positive way, but it's not just enough to know that Jesus loved, right? There's, there's something about... Mm-hmm. Wanting to make sure that the in me, there's something mm-hmm, in me mm-hmm. that says, I want that gospel to be so clear. If we're going to spend all this time and energy and prayer support and financial thing and everything, let's make sure that people who go to this website can really connect with a clear presentation of the gospel message. And I'm still digging for that on yeah. the website. And that's that's I think that's why I feel attention. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they're trying to get Jesus a part of the cultural conversation, but I think we need to have the gospel as a part of that as well, not just that Jesus was a loving person. Jesus wants unity. Jesus, you know, has these characteristics and you know, as a culture we should too. Yes. Yes. And and therein lies the tension. This is okay. When stuff like this happens, I'm so glad that the Lord and his spirit is at work because I can't always figure this out. And yet there is that tension between the messaging, which is to stir up the conversation, and the truth of the gospel, which is to remind us that we need a Savior. And in going through the steps of acting right or behaving right is not going to be the thing that saves us. Right. Because in Scripture, in the Bible, as you go to Scripture, we realize that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that's why the brokenness just persists, because we still have this sin nature. And yet that relationship with Christ comes because he's paid the penalty for our sin, because the wages of sin is death. And that's where I'm I'm going to hegetsus.com so I can learn more about what the further, the deeper message is because you're looking for the gospel, right? Otherwise, yeah. we're just behaving in a... It's behavior modification. But yeah, in a, a better way toward one another. And yet, I'm still going to behave badly because of my sin nature. My, the question is, who am I trusting for, with my eternity? Who am I trusting to be at work to help me modify my behavior? Not for m- my purposes, but for his glory so that others will see him in my life, he's the only one that can make a true modification to anything in my life, in your life. So there's deeper questions to be asked that so far I'm not finding as I look. Yeah. And yet maybe if that link that you say is broken, I've clicked on it too and couldn't get the personal connection locally yeah. for the offering that they're making here. Um, maybe they will connect you to a, a church that teaches scripture and the Bible and who Jesus is and the savior of the world and the redemption that he's offering to each of us. Um, yeah, it's he, they do talk about Jesus, human and divine, rose from the dead and more. No matter who you are and what you believe, we're glad you're here. 
that's one of the statements about who do you believe Jesus is on the He Gets Us website, just to find out more about the messaging, because that's, you know, they're sparking a conversation. Yeah, they are. And maybe, uh, you know, you see something slightly differently. Than, than I do. I'd love to know. You can jump in and join the conversation. 800-555-7898. Maybe there was a different uh, favorite moment of the Super Bowl or a different uh, commercial that stood out to you. Well, we're going to uh, get back to your comments coming up in just a few moments. Again, 800-555-7898. It's done. Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Other things to your weekend other than the Super Bowl. It's the big conversation this morning, mainly because folks are trying to stay awake if they stayed up for the whole thing last night, whether it's commercials or a moment in the game, if that was your jam over the weekend. But Cynthia, you in Ohio said you and your hubby took off from Ohio and went to North Carolina to see your youngest son. He's the principal cellist at his university and is in the symphony orchestra, but you have such a special bond with your son because of all the things the Lord has brought y'all through. You're a sing- you were a single mom and how that whole season and now you see your son becoming a man of God and that's I mean that is for a parent seeing your kid go after the Lord and grow in him and really there's nothing better. That, yeah. You know, and the challenges as we pray over our kids when they're in different seasons and maybe they're not seeking the Lord. But uh, that is a reason to celebrate. Thanks for sharing that with us this morning. Anything else happening in the Hiller household over the weekend? Uh, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. It was just kind of a, a weekend, you know, went and did our martial arts class on Saturday morning and played some games, hung out. I think we watched. Uh, oh, uh, the kids started to get into the uh I don't remember what channel it's on or what stream, but uh, Wicked Tuna, all about uh, tuna fishermen. Oh, going, yeah. Kind of like Deadliest Catch was to crabbing. Yes. Uh, This was uh, about, you know, guys who go out and catch the, you know, 200, 400 pound tuna Uh out there. And uh, we have vacationed in the Outer Banks where they shoot the show. So I think it's kind of cool that they've kind of been to that area. That is cool when you see a movie like that. Super fun. Busy weekend for us. Was it? Yes, yes. But lots of basketball. Hannah, of course, a senior in high school and involved with the basketball team. So in district play over this past weekend, now regional start this week. And, of course, the hope and the goal is to get to state. We'll see. Got to get through these next opponents. But that was part of the weekend. And then we have season tickets to one of the local theaters. And to go and see these, it was closing night for Anastasia. Okay. We went to see that in a musical. It was really well done. It was a beautiful presentation of that story. That is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At local theater is just kind of fun it to do is. that. And when they do it well, that is great. I love it. Speaking of doing things well, Stuart, appreciate you texting in from Michigan this morning. You said one of the commercials that you liked was one that uh, talked about anti-Semitism, and it featured Clarence Jones who is the Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, speechwriter. Yes. That was a great uh, commercial as well. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. I first saw the blue square on The Voice. Okay. Yes. Yep. Carson Daly was talking about it. He's the host of The Voice and just the anti-Semitism and to be aware of it and to fight against it. So continued good messages in some uh, some. Uh, <laughs> Some of the, the commercials. Um, commercials, yes. One that made me laugh was the DoorDash one. Oh, yeah, the Dash, Dash, Dash. <laughs> yeah, well, th- that and the the one where, uh, no, was it DoorDash? 
or was it the Uber Eats? Uber Eats, I think is what it was. It was the one where you forget things. And so you had Jelly Roll trying to wipe tattoos off his face oh, because yeah. somebody's doodling on me. Jennifer <laughs> Aniston forgot David Schwimmer after 10 years of friends. I, that one kind of cracked me up as well. I only got to see a little piece and part of that one. I need to go back and see that one because, yeah, the just the characters in it intrigued me. Oh, yeah. I don't I think that might have been when I was trying to go to sleep and then gave up. Yeah. And I uh, appreciate text this morning coming in from Middle Tennessee as we were talking about the He Gets Us campaign. Yes. Uh, they said. He didn't come to, quote-unquote, get us. He came to save us. Yeah. And those are two totally different messages. It is very true. Very true. If you think about the definition of getting and saving, that is very, there. that's a distinguishing mark. And we don't want to not discuss it because it's eternity that hangs right. in the balance if we get the messaging wrong. And again, the Spirit of God will continue to do His work in us, through us, and despite us. Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of getting and saving, there's a story happening on the other side of the world that has to do with people who were got and were saved. And we'll tell you that story coming up in a few minutes. It is Don and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Well, as we just uh, were talking a little bit about the fact that the message of he gets us and he saves us is a little bit different. Sometimes in the getting, there is a saving that happens. And we see that playing out in the uh, Middle East, in Israel and in Gaza over the weekend here. Um, we have had Haim Melspin on the, the show with us before. He is with Alia Return Center. He's a sergeant major with the IDF, the Israeli Defense Force. And uh, he put together just a little update on a story that happened over the weekend. The dramatic rescue happened tonight. Two hostages released, Louis Har and Fernando Marmon, rescued from the clutches of terror in an amazing operation tonight. And I want to get this message out to you real quick before you see it on any news agencies. Guys, they are okay. They're being transferred to the Sheba Hospital by helicopter. It was a rescue mission with the conglomerate, we call that, Kaholavan, uh, uh, with Shreetit Shlosesle and uh, Shin Bet, that's Shabak, many other elite units. Uh, and these guys were hidden in an apartment in Rafah, down in the southern Gaza. This mission was, was in planning to be carried out for a long, long time. And the sun hasn't even risen yet, and I wanted to get this message to you to, just to say, they were hidden on the second uh, floor of an apartment building, and, and it was seemed to be an impossible rescue. But it happened, it was carried out successfully. The forces entered the building. Uh, it was full of armed terrorists. And, and so they were able to get in there and, and shoot their way uh, through and be able to rescue the hostages. Then as soon as they were leaving with the hostages, uh, they were almost killed by an ambush, but the Air Force stopped this, uh, rescued them. And, and so these two, two guys, Fernando Marmon and Louis Har, now Louis Har is 70 years old, 70, Jubilee, uh, liberty from captivity. Uh, and so it's just, I'm just thinking how amazing this is. The only other mission like this in this entire war was Ori Megadish, you remember? And, uh, and so my job, uh, a while ago was to search uh, in Nir Yitzchak, and that is where um, Marmon is from, from Nir Yitzchak Kibbutz. And so I remember going through house by house and seeing where the terrorists took, uh, to, to his house. We went into his house as well, and we saw where the terrorists took him hostage. The army says that the conditions just weren't ripe to carry out the mission until now, and they waited for the right moment. It's very hard to reach the center of Rafah, the center of the city, and to arrive 
in the middle of the night in clandestine secretly uh, and it's very dangerous. There's many, many terrorists and they finally got to the second floor of this building where the hostages were held and they had a backup plan. The forces broke into the building and exchanged fire with the gunmen and there was intense firepower from the air as well. A fire hitting nearby buildings and the Air Force striking is just it was just a heroic rescue. One soldier was lightly injured, but that's it. The rest are fine. The entire operation only lasted one hour and it's extremely tense night, but there are still 134 more hostages. They also will be rescued. We will do everything in our power to rescue them. The voice of Heim Mailspin with the IDF. He's a sergeant major there. And as he's giving us an update that happened over the weekend, oftentimes we will hear the bad news yep. when it comes to what's happening there. So to be able to celebrate that a couple of folks were rescued out of captivity, that is some good news on this Monday morning. It is Don and Steve, and we love hearing from you. 800-555-7898.